It is. Oh God, it's a B. Blake's takes for God's sakes. <laughs> oh, it's Blake's takes for God's sakes. I'm Blake Wexler, the titular Blake Wexler. In this podcast, well, it's Wednesday, and uh, you get two episodes today. I like it's late, but I I turn it into a thing that like I'm doing it uh, doing you a favor. Congratulations, you've earned it. You got two episodes today now granted one was three minutes long and i sung my own jingles but this one oh we've got those jingles locked and we've got those shingles loaded i have shingles um on my roof (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i don't have shingles uh anywhere actually this roof it is um well, let's just say it's made of uh, of thatch, a thatched roof. Is that a term? I don't know, but I do know that I went to high school with a guy who's the last name Thatch, and I hope he's doing well. I hope you're all doing well. And it is Wednesday. It's later in the day on Wednesday. I am late. I am sorry about that. And I've got chicken skin on my legs. What is going on? You might know them as chill bumps. You might know them as goose bumps. I have a, a vent that is so we were, I was away for the past couple of days that's why this is coming out late and uh when I go away um I turn the air conditioning all the way down to 51 degrees and I blast it so that thing is horsing off just really horsing off is that a term quit horsing off horsing around I believe is what the term is horsing off sounds way better if I can say so, I'm horsing off. Quit horsing off. Watch your mouth. Sounds sexual. I was just laughing at the idea. By the way, hello. Um, at the idea of this becoming a sex advice podcast and how terrible I would be at that. Be, you know, like I would be. It would be called the Rude Prude Dude. That would be the name of my sex advice podcast. And someone would call in and be like, um, yeah, Blake, uh, my husband wants to have a threesome. Do you have any um, input on how I can do that without him getting feelings for another person or making it the least amount of awkward as possible? I'll, I'll take your answer off the air, Blake. And I'd be like, I've, I honestly have no idea. I've never even – I would never ever dream of doing something like that. So yeah, sorry. Unless you have you have a question about you know how much food is too much food to eat before you can before you can do it, um, then then I'm not going to be able to help you. Next caller, and that would literally be the whole thing. Um, hi, yeah, Blake. Uh, I would like to um bring in uh, rubber swords, if you know what I mean. I like can't even in the bit say dildo. I have to call it a rubber sword. <laughs> Hey, but even though I'm sexually repressed. At least it's not racist. At least it's not racist. That is correct. That's all I can really guarantee you this week. Um, but only this week. Blake, you were late, you little devil. You little fucking devil. Um, I was late, and I, I apologize for that. I forgot to bring my podcast equipment 
to where I was. And that's just, that's just class, everybody. I need to go back to school so I can learn how to pack. Uh, but yeah, I forgot my stuff, got back later than I thought. So I apologize for it coming out. Normally, the episode's posted at 4 o'clock in the morning. East Coast, Eastern Standard Time. Eastern St- Mountain Time, Central Standard Time. Oh, sorry, a uh, perverted watch just took my microphone. But I am running late. And it made me think of, maybe we could talk about, maybe I could give my Blake's takes on lateness a little bit. Now, when do you consider someone late? Okay? For a, I would imagine for a call. So if it's something that does not involve travel, if it's a call if it's a Zoom, I would say f- within f- under five minutes, you're fine if you're late to that. Am I being too generous? I, I'd say without a text, f- three minutes, and then you're late. I think it, without a text being like, hey, I'm running late, it's you have to be there in under three minutes. Does that make sense? Three minutes late. So say you're supposed to meet someone at three, if you are there at 3.03 on the dot or before 3.03, you're fine. I think that's okay. If you're five minutes late, but you send a text saying, hey, I'm sorry, I'm running up to five minutes, like below five minutes, even four minutes, 59 seconds, I think if you send a text that you're running late, that's still, you're still, there's no animosity there. Does that make sense? I think that's still understandable. Now, if you're driving, I think... With a text, t- I think you have 10 minutes. And this is coming from someone, uh, I still have LA brain. So I think t- up to 10 minutes and then it's like, all right, I'm fucking pissed off at this person. Like with the, if you send a text, hey, I'm so sorry, I'm trying to find parking. Or hey, I'm so sorry, a, um, a, a dove committed suicide and, uh, inside my engine. Um, a, a dove committed death by engine. And my car wouldn't start. So I'm Ubering. You know, I, I think that's fine. 10 minutes. Without a text? Five? Up to five. Yeah. If you're meeting someone there without a text, up to five. A simple text, I'm telling you, it buys you time. And I've said this over and over and over and over again. Now, what are reasons that I'm normally late? Oh, good. A Facebook message. I can't wait to read that. Those are always something that... um are worth my time in no way obtrusive and um aren't creepy in any way you you know i just get text messages of just gray penises and i don't know it's not a race racial thing it's i i don't know if it's an illness that causes a gray penis if it's age do they gray i don't know but that is i'm constantly getting these texts but what are some of the, I, I would say some of the most common reasons why I'm late would be, I mean, it's almost always I didn't leave on time. It's almost always like, oh, I just did not leave on time. I would say that's what it was. And then I would say also another reason why I would be late is I I only calculated the time from once I'm in my car moving to once I park at the location. Does that make sense? So I will leave, but 
another reason uh, this is a, another reason why I would be late. I would not calculate how long it takes me to walk to my car, how long it would take to park necessarily. So that's another reason why I would be late. Then parking in general, like if the parking's fucked, there is in Philadelphia, I, I so this is good that they did this, but during COVID, they put um, there's a lot of outdoor dining and they left the things up. So you know what I'm talking about, where you kind of close off a lane of the street so you could build out a, you know, like a nice shed to eat in. You know what I'm talking about? A lot of cities did this. So Philly, I know, still has these things, and but there are parts in downtown Philadelphia in centers. They call it Center City that you just cannot drive there you absolutely my friend uh, there's a funny comedian in philly named john deary and i feel like every time i see him at a comedy show he is uh, generally a, a very pleasant man but just is so beside himself with fury and rage that he that he drove to that area because you you legitimately cannot park there i almost didn't get a suit for my wedding because I could not park to pick up the fucking thing. And I just got angry thinking about it. So that would be another reason why I would be late. I didn't properly factor in the simple steps of, oh, Blake, it takes you five minutes to walk to your car. It'll take you five to ten minutes to park. And therefore, you're 15 minutes late if you don't do that. And if you're 15 minutes late, honey, you might as well not go and or tell that person. Once you're that late, it's like, this is probably the end of this relationship. Whether it's a friendship, a date... Um, your job, even. So what's the latest you've ever showed up to work? Uh, there's my dog, bar- barking and howling at the moon. I have told you my favorite venue is called Howl at the Moon. I just love when, here's the thing, a piano bar, great. An, a, a, but when a rival piano is dueling it, and they both just fire at the same time, and those ivory tickle in the ivories isn't that one of the worst phrases you've ever heard in your entire life you've heard that right that that's a term for playing the piano oh and god that gal could tickle the ivories it's like oh lord i feel like you just pistol whipped me in the pp saying things like that saying things like that why are you always pistol whipping me in the pp who is that? Whose voice is that? Kevin Meany. That is me doing an impression of uh, other comedians who've done their impressions of Kevin Meany. So, now it, it, that, by the way, is a reference that I'm too young to make. But that's one of the fun things about me is that I'm ageless, right? I'm both an old soul and a young troll. Wow. What do birds do when it rains? I think they have, like, some sort of oil on their feathers, so it's not that big of a deal, correct? Can somebody please confirm that? Let's, let's, ask, uh, let's ask this idiot. Hey, Siri? Mm-hmm. Birds. They can fly in rain? I didn't get that. Could you try again? I sure can. Can birds fly in rain? Sorry, I'm still not sure about that. What happens when birds get wet? I found this on the web. 
Heavy rain for a different tip. Fluffing up your feathers keeps you warm. What? Ha- birdnote.org. If you think I ain't going to birdnote.org, you're out of your fucking minds. All right. Their rain shell shields their down layer. I knew it. Ever seen a bird foraging in the rain and wondered why it isn't soaked to the bone? <laughs> yes, I have. While every bird wears one feather coat, different kinds of feathers, and even different parts of the same feather, can perform various functions. The outermost tips of the main body feather is called the contour feathers. Ooh, I've been contouring a lot lately, and it literally just makes me look like a fucking pharaoh. Um, sorry, that was an aside. The outermost tips, blah, 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 are built so the feather surface forms a fine, breathable, but water-resistant mesh. Nice. This water-repellent property allows the downy base of the same contour feathers and other completely downy feathers to stay dry underneath, allowing them to trap warm air. Don't you wish we had such warm, dry, light, great-looking coats? Well, honey, you haven't seen my fucking closet, because I got all sorts of coats. And that's all I have to say on that. Oh, maybe I should just... It's like, what is the weather? Oh, I think it's going to rain. How did I even get on this topic? How did I even... When did I start this podcast? All right, it's going to be in the high 60s tonight. What if I just fucking wore a, just a big parka out tonight to my show? And I just showed up and I was like, <laughs> and then I walked out. <laughs> I just walked in. I'm fully vaccinated, recently had COVID, so no one would get sick. Oh, interesting. I am doing half the amount of time that I thought I was going to be doing tonight. 10 to 12 minutes. Well, well, well. We'll see if... I don't end up blowing that light. Oh, yeah. But, uh, when this podcast comes out, by the way, if you weren't in Philadelphia, I am uh, closing out a show at Fergie's Irish Pub. Um, and I thought I was doing 20 to 25 minutes on it. I don't know why I thought that because there's so many other comedians on the show. Maybe I thought that because I think I deserve. Maybe I think that because I know I deserve to do that much time. They should do a special show with me. I think all venues should just be like, let's just boot the rest of these comics off the show, regardless of talent, and just have, give Blake a little birthday party every time he stops by. Is that too much to fucking ask? Is it? People, you don't, you truly, truly white claw, do not high noon know what how good you have it. You don't. And that's one of those sad things that millennials and Gen Z and fucking these the crocheting generation. I don't know what generation that is. What what is the age of the people who would crochet? Crochet. Interesting. Very interesting. Now crocheting is not knitting, but I believe it's large yarn yarn entanglements if i had to guess that now i've already used up my one phone a friend for the episode on do birds get wet so i guess if you truly would like to know the answer to what crocheting is um the only way you're gonna figure that out is you're gonna have to wait a week you're gonna have to wait until next week and i'll follow up on it i'll forget but i but i'm saying right now I will follow up on it, even though I certainly will not. Now, 
other reasons why I'm late. This is this is gonna okay. T- here's a here's here's maybe some TMI. So if you don't like potty jokes, I I I think you could see your way out. I might have an unexpected bathroom that I have to do. Hmm. Ever happen to you? Sometimes your stomach gets upset and it's like, well, I guess I'm gonna be late. And you can't unless I would now no bit here. If I did have irritable bowel syndrome, I would imagine you'd have to, for important events or appointments, let's say, importments, you would have to bake in maybe 15 to 20 minutes of extra time, correct? Am I right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Is this thing on? Is this thing off? What is this thing? I can't tell if I'm thrilled or if I'm upset about doing 10 to 12 minutes tonight instead of 20 to 25. I think I don't like that. And by the way, this is not a, not a, uh, not indication. This is not a resolution, a reflection. Thank you. It's not a reflection on the show itself because they never told me I was doing the 20 to 25 minutes. I thought I was because, and that just purely came from me. So they did nothing wrong. I'm now trying to figure out because I was psyched, and the show is late. I don't, I don't, I don't get on until like ten, ten thirty, so, more like ten thirty. So I'm like, damn it! Now I have to go all the way down there. It's a ten minute Uber, and then do ten to twelve minutes, and then probably just leave. So how do I feel about that? Maybe I'll just do all new material, and everybody else can go to hell. How about that, huh? And I'm gonna—that's how I'm gonna open my set. Hey, everybody, I. Just because of something that I made up in my own head, thought I was doing twice as long tonight. So instead of doing a good time, no, I am actually, I have a lot of new material that I'm psyched about. So anyway, here we are. Here we are. All right, another reason why I would be late. So, so that's another thing. An unexpected potty could be a reason why I would be late. Here's another reason. Sometimes I'll take out my dog, speaking of potty, and he does not potty in a reasonable time frame. So rather than be like, oh, I'll take him out for two minutes and like five minutes, but then five minutes can turn to eight, which can turn to 10. And I'm like, you're a nasty little boy, aren't you? And he's like, meow. And then my dog goes, meow, meow, meow. And I'm like, why are you, why are you? And then, you know, I'm like, oh, my dog could have just taken a dump in his litter box in my house. Blake, you have a cat. What? I'm allergic to cats. Maybe that's why I cough on this all the time. So I would say it's that. Or now this is a thing that um, I could argue my way out of. Okay. I don't know if I could argue. Okay. So before I go to something, I very often would like to have a cup of coffee. Okay. And a lot of you are probably thinking right now, the biggest lateness faux pas, faux pas, which is French for fake father, I think. How was your father's day? Can I ask? So a faux pas, again, French for fake father, but <laughs> um, maybe, maybe that should be the name of the episode, huh? How about that? Why don't I just record that, huh? Sorry, I just paused it so I could record faux pas into my phone. Now, um, 
Wow. I said, um, I'm working on my ums and ahs. I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I think it's going quite well. So one major fake father that you could do is show up to show up late to something and not and to show up late to something holding a coffee that you clearly just purchased because the thought is, oh, if you had time to get the coffee, why wouldn't you have the time to get here on time? Does that make sense? The the insinuation is that you chose coffee over to be there in a timely manner, which is rude, right? And I think here's here's what I would say. I would say, listen, it's to get the coffee is actually not an elective. It's necessary. So I, I understand that I'm late and that's bad, but I am no, it's no more unacceptable that I'm late with, <laughs> what if I did that every time I tripped up? I just made a, like, oh, I'm, oh, God, what, uh, 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 sorry. So I, it is no more unacceptable for me to be late with a cup of coffee than it would be with, for me to not have one. All right, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Where a cup of coffee is necessary for this hang. So it would be it's as important as the shirt on my chest. It's as important as the pants on my body because I would not have been able to have a conversation with you in an acceptable way without this cup of coffee. That's how I would argue it. And then they would say, "Oh, this guy is nuts." I can't ever be around this person again. He's late and he's nuts. You can only be one, I found. You can be late or you can be nuts. Which one would you choose? I want to be nuts, so I guess I would choose the other one. So but that's so here's my workaround for that, okay? I almost always have cold brew or at the very least iced coffee in my home, which means that I can here's my here's my workaround. Now, here's the thing. I'm out of these right now. That's why I'm tripping up. But the key is to show up in with a coffee that's in a ooh, all right, actually I was going to say to show up with a cup of coffee that's in a an indescript paper cup because you don't know. It's not like, oh, they stopped at Star- Starbucks. You could conceivably think, "Oh, this person brought this from home but but to really nail home that point you show up with a reusable container that's how you do it so you clearly brought it from home which means that you did not stop to get it which therefore makes it okay to show up with a cup of coffee even though you're late and <laughs> Blakey's on a roll and and musical guest conjunction junction what's your function <laughs> so i would this this podcast it, it can be off the wall or it can be sophomoric i can't do both so what's it going to be blake do you want to do a tight podcast or do you want to have fart noises on it i'll have an answer for you on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Blake Wexler. Hmm. Which reminds me, I last week messaged my album distributor, and my shit is still not on Spotify. How about that? How fucking about that? Maybe I should pull it off. 
Maybe I should threaten everybody I've ever met. So I think that solves the coffee thing. Because even if you're late for making coffee at your home and you bring it in the cup, that in a reusable cup, that person can't blame the coffee for you being late. So you can blame something else that's uh, out of your control. Whereas making cup- a cup of coffee too late is very much in your control. Does that make sense? I'm going to have a brief pause so we can all catch up. Because I feel like I just said a lot. Okay? I feel like I just went a little nuts there. So I'm going to have a sip of my coffee right now. What if that's why this podcast was like eight hours late? Sorry, I, I made coffee this morning. And then did what? I drank the whole pot and had to go to the hospital. Oh, well, Blake, you could have just said I had to go to – I was in the hospital. And then you would have no feelings whatsoever about me being late, correct? You would just say that is the best excuse that you could possibly say. Blake was in the hospital. But if you found out, Blake, why were you in the hospital? Oh, I made a pot of coffee and I drank it all because I wanted an excuse to be late to this podcast, you would say. You would honestly probably just feel bad for me. That it's there, I would have some sort of underlying anxiety problem that would make me think that that's the right uh, means of of accomplishing that goal. So interesting. Anyway, where are we at right now? We're 25 minutes in, folks. You're listening to Blake's Takes for God's Sakes on the Bing Bong Sports Network. This is a sports podcast. I don't know if you figured that out yet, but really, my sport is mental gymnastics. I got a I got a silver medal in mental gymnastics. And I would have gotten a gold, but I I uh I blew out one of my ovaries, actually. God, I miss my ovary. Anyway, that's um that's it's weirder than it was funny. So here's what we're gonna do. It is the first day of summer. All right, everybody, you knew this. You knew I was going to talk about it. So I'm going to get into that. What does that mean to you? What does the first day of summer mean to, oh, I don't know, me? And that's really the last thing I'm probably going to talk about on here. But I will talk about it for quite some time. Again, I apologize for this podcast being late. I'll probably apologize two or three more times during the duration of this podcast. But that is your intro. The intro is longer than the rest of the podcast as per usual and i will be right back with more blake's takes for god's sakes hit it lynn blake is really funny blake is really cool blah 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 blake, blake, blake. and we're back so here we are now um let me ask you this how long does it take you to unpack when you get back from traveling how long because for me, who listens to this podcast? Are you fucking kidding? So for me, <laughs> for me, uh, I would say 90% of the time I unpack within the first hour or two I'm home. And then the other 5%, it's within the first 24 hours. So it's either right when I get back, essentially, or within the first 24 hours, 95% of the time. And the other 5% is I don't unpack until the next time I travel. And then I have to unpack those clothes. They're, and there'll be clean clothes in there. Um, that's a hack, by the way. If you want to make your life so good is if you're visiting 
either your family or some place where you have access to a washer dryer, the day you, the morning you're supposed to travel or the night before, let's go the night before, let's make it a little bit easier on us. Just wash all of your clothes and then you put them in the bag and you come home and that's not a part of like doing, because it's enough to have to unpack, but it's like, oh great, now I have to do laundry, then fold it, then put it away, which putting away your laundry is a form of packing, whether you like it or not. Because I, and by the way, I have a feeling you don't like it. Okay. I have a feeling you're um going to land in the not category. So is it category or category? It's insane. I just, these words. So, it is the first day of summer. Or that was yesterday. I'm not sure. Now, what does the first day of summer mean to you? Hmm? What does it mean to you? Think about it. Is it now it's finally okay to go outside? Are you done wearing long pants? Because it's felt like summer, well, because the, the, the earth is um, getting hotter and hotter by the minute, but it's felt like summer. To me, the first day of summer happens in May, right? Like, I feel like it's mid Cinco de Mayo is not a spring holiday. Easter feels spring. Cinco de Mayo is a summer. I would say summer to me starts in early May. But um, what do I know? I'm just one of the leading thought experts in coffee lies. <laughs> but Blake Wexler has a PhD in lying about coffee intake. So to me, the first day of summer happens in May. However, when... They say it is officially the first day of summer, which is crazy, actually, that they do that because it's for the United States. And the United States has so many different climates that and geographical regions, climate regions, as I like to call them, as I was trained to call them, that I don't understand what, like, how you could possibly say that, oh, for the country, June tw- whatever it is June 25th or whatever is the June 20th is the first day of summer it's just it doesn't make any goddamn sense it'll never make any goddamn sense so but what does that mean to me um for me the first day of summer growing up was marked by a so there's this thing well, I, I might have to explain this step by step so there's a place here called Rita's Water Rice and if you, it's a chain that actually now has locations in all up and down the East Coast, and they have two. At least they used to have two in Los Angeles. I believe they might only have one now, but I mean they probably have two. I mean, who the hell am I? I'm the, I I own. I, I am a franchise owner of Rita's Water Ice. So if you don't know what water ice is, it's a regional term for Italian ice, and. Italian ice, what that basically is, is a gold chain. Sorry, a a buoyant robot, just a freaking crazy ass droid just took my microphone. Um 
So Rita's Water Ice would, on the first day of summer, give you a free medium water ice. And what type of water ice do I usually get? Well, there I would get a mint chocolate chip water ice. And you might be thinking, Blake, that's more of an ice cream. No, it would be a mint-flavored water ice with chips, chocolate chips, chips with potato chips in it. I bet people would eat that. It is interesting. What is the weirdest? People will put potato chips in a sandwich, which does on paper make so much sense because not only are you putting them in the sandwich and it adds crunch, I think that is the main reason why people will do it. However, it's not even like you're taking a foreign food and adding it into a sandwich it's already right there on the side chips and sandwiches go together it's it's a maybe if not fries the most popular sandwich side well for some reason i still don't enjoy there's a take i I don't like having chips in my sandwiches even though i love sandwiches and i love chips so there's that there's there's another take for you guys but what they would do, so I would order that, and mint-flavored water ice sounds bad, but it wasn't peppermint. It was like a soft mint. Does that make sense? <clears throat> it was like a peppermint water ice. Actually, that could taste really fucking good, too. What other flavors would I have? Mango is all is probably my second favorite. Lemon is not a thing that I like. Cherry. Ugh, would I rather have... The two most popular flavors of water ice, I believe, are cherry and lemon. Now, I might be so far off on the lemon part that it completely makes this whole conversation null and void. However, I do believe that lemon is lemon. Maybe that's because when I was at the pool, I used to go to a pool, and the they would have a little hut set up where they'd sell just the the type of shit you would get from an ice cream truck you know what i mean like um those weird popsicles oh it's like spongebob's head with gumballs for eyes just things that a a a child that could make a child like you know that the adrenaline that a mother would get if a child stuck under the wheel of a car where mothers have lifted up cars which may not be true but i feel like i've heard that as a cultural reference before i think that's the same thing but instead of a mother lifting up a car to save a child it would be a child locking a mother in her in her own room so she couldn't be grounded i don't know why this is all women in the scenario that i'm using but i'm trying to diversify this podcast this podcast is overwhelmingly male I would say I would say that there's certainly a a more feminine energy to it than uh than I would say many podcasts hosted by people who identify as male but I don't know what to do about that. I think I really bring in all I I think on on this podcast well I, at least it's not a bigot. So, what was I saying? Oh, so water ice. They would give away free mediums. Now, there's another thing at Rita's Water Ice where they would call it a gelato, which is, I, I believe, not the proper term of what a standard gelato is. I think a standard gelato is a light ice cream, a light Italian ice cream, I believe, or more of a sorbet. It's more of a sorbet. Now, you know, um, 
actually when my when my fiance when she injured her leg it, it wasn't like a tear or sur- required surgery but she heavily bruised it in the next few days you know she was like hobbling a little bit that's i called her sore bay Five, four, three, two, sore, bay, and one. Now, my so they would call it a, a gelato at Rita's, and essentially what you would get is a vanilla custard on top. Then below that, your choice of water ice. You get a chocolate custard too, but I feel like chocolate custard and water ice never go that well. I see people do it, and I think it's because most people believe that chocolate is a, a superior – excuse me, sorry. I, I, I can't stop thinking about my favorite uh, makeup company, Sephora, is what just happened. But they think that chocolate – most people, I, I do believe, would think that – in their opinion, chocolate is a better flavor than vanilla. So I think they try to shoehorn chocolate into the water ice combination, which is not a good idea to me. I think that, yes, chocolate in general, I believe, is a superior flavor, though I am actually more of a vanilla face than than that. I prefer vanilla to the taste of chocolate, but is that true? I think it for me it's situational. It's definitely situational. Where with the Rita's water ice gelati, gelato, whatever it's called, to add a vanilla custard just goes with so many more water eye than than chocolate does. So I go vanilla custard, then a water ice in the middle. So for me I'll generally go mango, and then they put another layer of vanilla custard on the bottom, and it is so goddamn good. So that's essentially what why what I would equate with the first day of summer is that we would go to Rita's and you'd see lines around the block for people waiting to get their free water ice. You would be a really funny, like a huge dick move to do is to go to the front of the line just holding a 20 in your hand <laughs> and saying, I'm just going to pay for mine. Can I can I get up front? Can I can I get up front? I'm just going to pay for mine. Yeah, no, no, no. This line is for people who want it for free, right? I'll just pay for it, so, sir. It's the first day of summer. You can get it for free. I don't, I don't care. That means I have. If that means I have to wait, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Here, here's a twenty. Keep the change. Four ninety nine, sir. That's not how this works. Well, then I, I guess I'll wait and then get frustrated and then come back up here again, in in four minutes and keep doing this until everybody's so uncomfortable that it kind of ruins the day for everybody. Uh, so, Sir, please don't do that. Um, and I think, but I also don't know what the first day, I think the first day of summer is a label meant to evoke happiness, which I'm all for. I think that's great. So I'm trying to think if it works, because I think it does. I think it kind of works for me too, where it's officially, it kind of invokes nostalgia when first day of summer means school's out, Summer vacations happen. There's just things to look forward to in summer, in the summertime, more so than in any other period of the year where I guess more places are warm. Almost everybody, I believe, prefers, there you go, prefers warm weather to cold, which was funny when warm and sunny to cold, where when we were trying to figure out where uh, my fiance and I were going to go on our honeymoon, I was suggesting the UK. (laughs) 
and she wanted to go to like a place with beaches and stuff and i'm like they have beaches and it's like they're covered in rocks and empty guinness bottles and i said that sounds terrific but i the summer the first day of summer is meant to invoke a sort of relaxed spirit a not frivolity that of course that's the word i go to a sort of relaxed spirit and i mean we still have to work every single day but for some reason i don't know after a hard day's work you can go home and sit outside and smoke crack (laughs) what do you guys do after you're done work for me it's i i love i will smoke crack cocaine um you can snort it year-round but not what do you think i smoke crack in my house the whole place will stink um but yeah I, i think that it does invoke a and evoke a sense of of calm and relaxation even though it's not like you work less during the summer there are i do know there are certain companies that have quote summer hours where i think on like friday everybody leaves at three or something or maybe it's two i I remember when i interned at comedy central uh the offices in in new york had that and well i guess that's the only way i guess when you live in a hellhole like new york city you have to find you have to find some way to make it livable you know so why not get off of work two hours early or whatever it is? But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm joking around, of course. But that to me is, yeah, it, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's supposed to, you know, the announcement of the first day of summer is an announcement of a time of leisure, and I think that's nice, whether it's true or not. I, I think you know, stress so much is just a mindset. It's not actually your. How about, how about that? Should I should I write that in my book? Stress is a mindset. <laughs> but Blake, I'm so stressed out. No, you just feel stressed out. You're not stressed out. It's like I don't that was the least helpful thing anyone's ever said to me. So it does kind of trick your mind into thinking that well, I guess there is less bullshit when it's warm, right? You're not going to slip on ice. You're not going to – well, I guess that's really the only thing. But with snow, that's a problem. You're not going to get hit in the face by, a, like, a ice-cold wind. But in the summer, you do walk outside and you're soaked in sweat. But being soaked in sweat kind of makes you feel like you worked out. So maybe you get a body high over that. I, I do see – and by the way, I, obviously the – the conventional the mainstream wisdom is that summer is better than winter i do prefer colder weather but i'm i also like to be i'm also a psychopath so i don't think that my opinion here my take is necessarily the rule but yeah i I guess that's why kids are out from school warmer is better and even though it's been warm the official start to summer is kind of a signal that hey it's cool to things are going to be good for the next few months before the hell of the realities of life return. <laughs> anyway that is the podcast for this week everybody i'm going to upload this right now again i'm very sorry it was late i love each and every one of you and i'm going to uh, edit this and um or i mean i'm going to have my assistant edit this and upload it all right y'all y'all are the best and i will talk to you soon This has been Blake Wexler for Blake's Sakes for God's Sakes, signing off.
Blake Wexler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler.